in the mighty and matchless name of Jesus. And if you love him, can you say amen? amen. Glory to God. Mark 10, 13 through 16. You know what? I'm sorry, Nando. Mark 10, 13 through 16. I'm going to start on the subject matter of new creation, new creation, new creation, new creation. How many of you know that you're a new creation in Christ Jesus? And God is training us. Listen, this year, it's not going to be like the last year. I don't care what's tempting and trying you to recycle a year. But this year is not going to be like the last. We're going to be progressively in faith. The Bible says we go from faith to faith and glory to glory. So I declare that we're going to go into glory. Come on, somebody say, I'm going to a greater glory. Come on, I don't care what's battling my mind, battling my perspective. i got to get to a greater glory. A greater glory. So God wants to give us a perspective. And we're learning to shift. Because for you to take on a new level of glory, there's a new level of faith. But there's a new perspective. It's time to live in the new creation. I said it's time to live in the new creation. It's time for the church to come together and declare victory. I said it's time for us to come together and declare victory. The stages of being on the defense I'm telling you, you're coming to the end of it. I'm going to say it one more time. Your stage of being on the defense, you're coming to the end of it. It's time for you to set the temperature. I said it's time for you to set the temperature. Come on, no more me, me always on defense, putting out fires my whole life. It's time for me to play offense. It's time when I wake up that the adversaries say, uh-oh, somebody done woke up and ready to do some damage in my kingdom. A new creation. So we're going to build new creation perspective. Somebody say new creation perspective. There's a new creation perspective that God is calling us to live. Can you say amen? Mark 10, 13 through 16. If I was to subtitle this, I would tell you that we're going to learn to break. We're going to learn to break orphan registries. We're going to learn to break orphan registries. Mark 10, 13. People were bringing children to him. So that he would touch and bless them. But the disciples reprimanded them and discouraged them from coming. 
But when Jesus saw this, he was indignant and he said to them, allow the children to come to me. Do not forbid them, for the kingdom of God belongs to such as these. For the, the what? The kingdom of God belong to such as these. I assure you, most and most sumly say to you, whoever does not receive and welcome the kingdom of God like a child will not enter it at all. I'm sorry, I'm reading from the Amplified Version uh, so you can connect. Verse 16, and he took the children one by one in his arms and blessed them. He did what? He blessed them with kind, encouraging words, placing his hands on them. You may be seated. How many are blessed this morning? I want to help you this morning define the mental architecture of your life. I want to help you define and learn how to articulate the kingdom expressions and kingdom patterns and patterns that God has called us to live and overcome. How many of you know we're called to walk in freedom? How many know we're called to walk in liberty? Amen. I, I just told you we're called to go from faith to faith, which means I should never be stale at a moment. The spirit realm is always on the move. Say that with me. The spirit realm is always on the move. The issue becomes that we have a nature that doesn't want to deal with the spirit. And in this nature, we, 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 we are not confined. We're learning ourselves. We're learning our new nature. We're learning. How many know you knew in Christ Jesus? Come on. How many know you know you knew in Christ Jesus? If you're saved, you're new in Christ Jesus. So you're learning who you were previously. Because God said, the Bible says he finished you. So you're not figuring out your life. You're in discovery of your life. Can you say amen? Now it's interesting in Mark, we're reading that the children came to Jesus, but the disciples reprimanded them. Now, if you've been here before, we went through this a couple of times, but I want to take you a little deeper. If I can ask you, and I'm not going to open up the stage, why did the disciples reprimand the children from coming to Jesus? And many of us will say maybe because they thought Jesus was busy, maybe because of cultural traditions. Maybe there are many things that will stop them from uh, uh, reprimanding the children from coming to Jesus. But Jesus said, do not stop them from coming because they, to them, to these children, the adolescence of a child, the adolescence of a perspective, the mental capacity of a child belongs the kingdom of God. Somebody say the kingdom of God. What you have to realize, number one, there's a difference between the adolescence in the world and the adolescence of what we call children in the body of Christ. Maturity in the body and maturity in the world are two total different things. 
So we have to look through the lens of the Christ theology that he was trying to bring perspective because he also told them, unless you become like a little child, unless you hold a certain principal perspective of coming to me as if you don't know nothing, how can you access the realm of the kingdom of God? Are y'all staying with me? So there is a perspective that God is trying to get us to articulate and understand how to enter into the kingdom of God. This is why we got to get there, saints. If we don't get there, the problem with the church is, see, we need a lot of intensive uh, uh, care units in the church today. You know, the real issue is we, we, we need many intensive care units. You know, we got, you know how people build emergency centers in different cities because the regular hospital is too booked. And we're at a place where the church, we need many intensive care units. And the reason is because the principles and the definitions of the church are out of alignment and patent order. And when that happens, we have individuals running and trying to reach where principle has not been established. And so until the Bible says, until we get the order back into the house, how can we get the order back into the world? Yet we're not called to try to change the world, yet the world is called to come after him. Are y'all stand with me so far? So I want you to understand that there's a divine perspective that God has to get us to a place where we can function and flow as the body. How many of you know there is no individual when it comes to the body? Yeah, I know you got your career and your business and your thing and your this and your that. You are nothing outside of the body which means we need one another i don't care what language what youtube channel you don't watch that told you you can run ram no, no 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 until you got to be known in the body you got to be known in the body we are one in the body so when god establishes governing orders uh, liberty uh, equity justice and judgment in the kingdom of God, the divine order is coming through the lens of the body. Which means God doesn't only look at you as an individual. He looks at you as a part that establishes a whole body. When he looks at you, he don't look at only you. He looks as a generation. That's why he told the forefathers, he said, listen, because you rejected knowledge, I must even reject your children because of the 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 seeds that you are spilling out and i'm going to help you understand the context of what that means but what i need you to understand is the architecture of the mindset from the kingdom of god the divine set of the kingdom of god we do not look at maturity or adolescence from how the world looks at that which means age chronological age is not a factor so when Jesus said, do not stop the children from coming, we got to ask ourselves now, from now view, what are the children? And who have I been stopping from coming or have I been stopping myself from coming? Y'all, Can y'all go with me this, this morning? See, there's something about transactional engagement with the spirit in generational patterns i'm going to teach you some legality of the kingdom of god this morning because until we understand some things take legal action 
We're going to be declarative where you need to have discernment. Sometimes we try to declare where there's no. What did I just say? We try to declare where there's no discernment. And when you declare pre-discernment, you might not be in the right order or have the right witness in the courtroom. So we're going to set that up and we're going to try to get down that road. Amen. One thing I want you to understand is the adolescence of our solar architecture, the adolescence of our what? Now, I want you to understand, number one, God has set up a pattern and a pattern of order. That's why the family is one of the greatest institutions in earth. Why? Because when God set it up, he set it up as a pattern and order. So the breakage of that pattern and order will allow the breakage of reinforce broken patterns. But the issue, see, see we got to understand, everyone, how many of you, if you, you've been raised in a family? Now, how many of you know it's not easy? If you have children, how many of you know it's not always easy? Glory to God. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you. Hallelujah. It, 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 you, you know, it's not always easy trying to raise a family. However, sometime if there was pre-establishing a principle, it might have been a lot easier. Because the, the ordination of the home, he said, raise them in the way they should go. And when they, they will not depart. Now, we've, we've made that to what we wanted to make it because of what we see. But that's not the way it's supposed to be. It's, it's as if you bar for them. Many are like, what is the world of bar mitzvah? In the Jewish community, you, you, you learn until you get to a certain age and you are bar mitzvah, which means they test you to see if you have been patterned and patterned in the divine align of the word of God. So they test what you know. So a lot of our sporadic Christianity that we've learned and reinforced because we've been raised as children in Israel watching our parents rebel. Now, this is not a, a, a parent bash issue, a, 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 a conversation. Because we don't want to go there because we don't know what their parents did. You, you catch what I'm saying? So sometimes it's a continual reinforcement of patterns and patterns that we haven't learned to bring the rule of the word of God to the rule of where we live. And in the stages of adolescence, the lessons, the adolescence, when the children were coming, they permitted them from coming to Jesus. They say, do not stop them from coming. Their stage need me. And so when we grew up in a certain setting and there are areas that we weren't patently principled properly, the area that you were not patently principled properly is the area that you did not know. And what you don't know, you cannot defend. And what you cannot defend, you have to build a balance to keep yourself steady. So you become functional in dysfunction. How many of you know what I'm talking about? Now the issue becomes because life happens, whether we like it or not. How many know life just happening? You would like to say, just hold on. Let me go get the principles here before you go. Wait, wait. Don't get pregnant just yet. 
Don't bring them. No, just wait. Wait. Um, wait. Don't don't bring bills and try, just wait. Let me get. But the issue becomes when the responsibility becomes greater than the maturity. You're growing in chronological, but the maturity is still left and reinforced broken principles. So what happens is at that stage, because we had to build something to cover, Jesus is saying, I need the child to come. But sometimes I had to build to protect. How many of y'all catching what I'm saying? A child, all right, let, let, let's go through a couple of tests. Now, you don't have to raise your hand. How many of you, your, your parents didn't ask much questions? You, you know, you, hey, they, they, you know, if you got something wrong, you just, you get, you get it like one, you, you know, and sometimes you didn't even mean to do the wrong thing, but something went across your head. Now, in the confines of the tutoring of that architecture and that structure, it creates someone who needs to start to build uh, 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 the mastery of lying. Y'all stand with me? Because if I don't build the mastery of lying, I know what's about to come to my head. So I, I will build the architecture and the mastery of lying. And, and, and I, I don't want to necessarily lie, but because of the stage of, of, of the environment, I have to pro produce something to keep stable. Now, the issue is that we start to grow. Somebody said we start to grow. And with growth, it comes response. We're going somewhere. Because the issue we're having is if we can't identify the areas where we haven't allowed the adolescence of our solical architecture to reach Jesus. There is something about God is trying to bring something to you. Tell somebody God's trying to bring something to me. So in that type of environment, there are many things that I might have not learned. So, for example, most people who grew up in church know church. But that don't mean you know God. Let me prove it. The Bible said the kingdom of God is not in. Come on, Bible scholars. The kingdom of God is not in word. It's not in what? It's not in word alone. It's not in word, but it's in power, might in the Holy Ghost. So the issue is we think it's in word alone. So we masquerade a lot of things, but we don't understand the power structures of the kingdom of God. So by default of not understanding the power structures of how the realm works, it tells us what have we been learning? What have we been what? Because the kingdom of God is not in work. It's in power. In fact, Paul would say things like, I didn't come to hear the excellence of speech of man's wisdom in the testimonies of God. 
that your faith should not be in the wisdom of what? Man. The average thing that we have today is wisdom of man. How do we know that? Many people, when they hear a good message, they say, man, I like how you articulated that. That was a good message. But the question is, did the power come through it to transform you? So we've been sold on good messages. And that's what Paul was getting out of. He said, I didn't come with the excellence of speech. I wasn't trying to, to, to entice you. I was trying to bring you to understanding there's an element of power that's going to get you out of your situation. There's an element of power that's going to get the thing off your children. There's an element of power that's going to get it off your marriage. you got to understand there's the kingdom of God. The kingdom is not in words. But it's in somebody say power. The problem is you keep trying to bring a word to the game. All right, we're going to get in this. I, I can tell by everybody confused. Let me. The problem is we try to bring a word. When the situation is looking for power. It's called new creation living. See, this thing is about, can I teach you something? This is about mortality, mortals. It's about power levels. It's about what? See, that's what God was trying to get us to understand. That's why he said the kingdom of God is not. But yet he's saying, bring the children for the kingdom of God is for them. Are you telling me these children were supposed to learn the immortality of the realm of the spirit from even that age? And learn how to man, man, uh, uh, manifest divine explorations even from a young age. See, you, you got to learn. Even your children right now, start teaching them the power of God. And to teach them the power of God, you got to teach them the presence of God. I got to stay up with my son. I got to teach him the presence of God. Stop being so busy. I got to bring him. Come on. No, no, no. Come here. Let me teach. Because I remember when he started, he used to come in the room and he felt something on his heart and he'd just cry. And he'll hide behind the. See, see, but what, he's learning something. See, these are, this is the language of the realm of the. And it, God did not want us it, it to be something that we just practice. He wanted us to something that we know. Somebody say this should be known. And when we learn to master these levels, you can start discerning the realms that God has associated with your victory. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? So we, we but we have to address some things. Because the issue is something is choking out me living my new nature. And sometimes I don't know what it is. How many ever wanted to do right? Do the I want to tell somebody I want to do right. I I want to I, I want to get to the right thing. I want to I want to be who he called me to be. And the issue becomes we start judging people on not getting it right rather than teaching them the right. That's an issue. Because sometimes we judge people on not getting it right. And the fact is they actually want to get it right. Did you get it right when you wanted to when you didn't know how to do it? <laughs> I remember when I was out there, I didn't want to do that. 
I even asked myself, why did I do it again? You ever ask yourself that? Why did I do it again? And you get confused. Because I don't like it. I do that which I don't want to do. And Paul said, if I do what I don't want to do, it's no longer I who do it, but it's a law that's working in my members. So we got a law issue. We got a what? We got a law issue. So what happens is, the Bible says the law is a tutor until people come into understanding how to handle liberty. The law is a what? So what do you structure your children in, in the beginning? They don't necessarily know God. They know the God of you. So you bring them through a tutor. You set laws. You don't get to drive the car yet. Is the car for them? Yeah, but you're in tutoring. Un until maturity. So maturity is needed for liberty. Maturity is needed for... <laughs> Because I have to make room for that which is under the law. Do you have enough room for mess up? All right, let, let me back up. How many of y'all catch me? Do you have room for that which is still under the law? Some of the harsh things that people say and do to each other is so shameful. It tells me they don't have room for those who are still under the law as a tutor. It's like telling somebody to come to tutoring, but you're mad because they don't get it. But they came to tutoring to learn. But they may give you language of maturity because of their responsibility. Uh-oh, because when my responsibility becomes greater than my maturity, and all I'm hearing is I should know that, and I should do that, and I should know that, and I should do that. Well, hey, if I should know that and should do that, I'm going to act like I know it and do it. Are y'all all right with this? So God is trying to get us to understand that I need the adolescent, the child to come back. There are areas of me that I have not rendered because I, I, I didn't know that there was liberty. He was calling me to come in my adolescence. Yet my chronological is not meeting the demands. See, the issue becomes now I have to identify what have been built in me that I'm reinforcing that hasn't been working. Because my, my warfare, how many of you remember the types of warfare we talked about? The warfare of, it could be spiritual, it could be the warfare of humanity, human beings, people, or it can be the warfare of the promise. Now, if, if my warfare is at a certain degree, I have to start discerning where is it coming from. Because if Jesus has finished the race, if he's already conquered the grave, I got to realize my grave, something is wrong with my knowledge of what he's done. So what I've been living might have not been in the rule of God. 
For example, by the grace of God, uh, walk people through certain processes. I say, what is a good man to you? And I remember a young brother, I loved it. I loved it. He said, man, I come home at least by 11 o'clock. I said, whoa, 11 o'clock. But that, that's the only rule that he's heard, that he's known. So if the good man is based on coming home at a what? A decent time to him. Some of y'all like, you ain't coming home at all, brother. You ain't even going out. You ain't stepping out. <laughs> Forget coming home. You ain't stepping out. The measure is based on what he saw his Maybe dad do, or his uncle do, or the world do. So there are things that we do, but our measure, we haven't put on God's measure. So we don't know what we're working. So our justice, judgment, and equity. Okay, let's go to the scripture. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody say amen. Go real quick with, with, with me. Go real quick with me. I want to skip over a couple of things. Go to Proverbs 2, 7. Sorry, Nanjo, I'm going to skip about three, four scriptures. Proverbs 2, 7. Now, let me read. He stores up sound wisdom for the upright. He is sealed to those who walk uprightly. He guards the path of justice and preserve the ways of his saints. Then you will understand righteousness and justice and equity and every good path when wisdom enter your heart and knowledge is pleasant to your soul now i want you to understand there is something about justice judgment and equity that god has to put a demand into you the 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 rigorous principles associated with the word of God. When you're growing in the word, you're growing in justice, judgment, and equity. When I'm growing, say this with me, when I'm growing in the word, I'm also growing in his kingdom. So that means I'm growing in his government. So when God does something on your heart, you're not just growing like in the word, like church, hey, I'm growing in the word. It's not like that. Amen. It, you got that too. Somebody saying that too. Yeah, is that too? But 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 know that it's bigger than that, because you also have an accuser of the brethren, and if you don't understand principles associated with legality when it comes to the association of your room and your realm, you're going to be dancing but not identifying <laughs> how to keep it out. You shouldn't be dancing on the same thing year after year. I said you shouldn't be dancing on the same thing year after year. So justice, judgment, and equity in every good thing. You've got to understand that's where it we, there's a need for wisdom. Somebody say divine legality. You have to understand the realm. There's an accuser. And, and let's do a case study for a second. The accuser knows that he has to keep something that's broken that's not of the word of God. 
So the accuser looks for something that you are not situated in when it comes to the word of God. So let's go back real quick. When we are not conformed to the word through the principles and the patents, even from our adolescence, we filled it with something. Watch this. We're looking at gates and doors that the adversary, the accuser, can start accusing. So what is he doing? He's accusing. I, I, I know where you come from. And because you haven't measured where you came from to his word and the totality of who you who you're called to be. I can stand here and start to keep accusing you in what you thought is true. Y'all OK this morning? So I, I'm going to stay here. Because until you understand the legality of the realm, you don't understand that maybe, it, see, what follows you may not have been started by you. Stay with me just for a second. I, I got to get this out to help you understand some of your warfare. What, what, what sometimes what follows you is not all of you. See, we like to quote the scripture that 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 the sins of your forefathers shall not hit you. But you didn't understand. You didn't set the pattern for what that means. That's free pattern. You, you got to understand the pattern. It will follow you on the ground. Because they rejected knowledge. I also got to reject everything that come from that line. Now, when Christ came. He said, no, I won't reject everything from that line. Long as that line don't stay on ground. Tell them to come up. All right. They all got to stand it now. Long as they don't stay on ground. Because if they're on ground. See, sometimes what God uses facilitate a deliverance in the line. Okay. All right. How many of y'all hear me this morning? Let me stay right here and then I'm going to help you understand the next phase. First phase, first phase, yours, okay? Then we're going to hit the next phase. Yours, okay? Your battle sometimes could be because the perversion of your forefather, your parents, wasn't broken. Now, that perverse thing can follow you on ground. That mindset can follow you that's why pastor always telling you stay out of common carnality because you can becoming becoming the very thing that you rejected or that you despise because it despised you i can become the very thing i despise because that's all i'm looking at because in the courtroom he's giving he's giving evidence every time <laughs> uh, look 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 at where you come from and you trying to move where and we come into agreement with it and make the best of it. Tell somebody, I'm going to stop making the best of it. Yeah, i got to kill this thing. Because what God has designed you to be and become is to learn in a new creation. And through the blessing of the Lord, your children can access a new line in the DNA. Can you say amen? So some things... The person who did not cross the bridge and overcome, watch this, it could be following you. 
Because it has the legal stance because nobody addressed it. It has the what? Because. Okay, so there's some unaddressed things. Y'all stand with me this morning. I'm really not trying to be deep. I, I, I'm just trying to get some information to you. This is going to help you understand what's really going on with your life. I want to help you. Because, see, you got to understand, sometimes it's not just you. Why does this thing come on me like that? Yeah, you didn't start that. And you start thinking about, what did I do? Maybe, maybe I did something in my past with somebody that had it, and then you start going, <laughs> maybe, maybe I have a lock-in or something. That attitude, that anger, you don't, you don't realize that your grandmama had it, your great-great-grandmama had it, your granny-granny-granny, I don't even know how you go down that far. But nobody came in the legality of the kingdom of God. So because it was not addressed, watch this. Christ did not say you had to carry it because you're a new creation. However, being in Christ, yet not learning to go through Christ, you're still going to deal with as a Christian. Christ in you. But the Bible says you in Christ too. So we've been stuck in Christ in me. Yet he said, I am the way, the truth, and the... So I wasn't just the life. I'm also the way. Because the Holy Spirit will lead and guide you into what? How much? Okay, so it matters not that I just started with God. If I'm not being led by God. Those who are the sons of God are those who are being... So I want you to understand there's a matter of legality. Some of you, you look at your family members, why this one won't break through? It's a matter of, if you can find a pattern and a pattern, it's a different matter. So sometimes we try to declare with a matter that needs discernment. We try to do what? With a matter that needs the kingdom of God to bring its architecture to the issue. Now, this is the other part. Y'all ready? The other part of that is what God uses to facilitate the freedom is the person he sees that can obey. <laughs> I'm about to help you. I'm going to help you. I'm going to help you. I'm going to help you. Because, see, you're frustrated because you keep thinking it's all about you. But God might say, well, this one I can trust in. Oh, I want to go into some story. This one. Why me, God? Let me tell you why. Sometimes God looks at a generation and see who can he roll the stone on. It wasn't about your sin. It wasn't about your mistake. See, you're thinking self-government. And God is thinking generational government. That's why he told it. See, Joshua had an issue also. in. He didn't understand the battles that he had to face. But on that battle, he was rendering the blood for the legal capability to get the promise. 
So there is functional establishing of this is why the Bible said you have not yet resisted to the point of bloodshed, striving against sin. Can y'all stay with me? You have not yet rejected the, the, to the point of bloodshed, striving against sin. Which What he was saying is, in your obedience, you're actually rendering blood. Oh, Jesus. In your O, you're actually rendering. So when we get to the court, <laughs> The issue is, before we didn't have no blood. Because we didn't have the knowledge and the understanding of what it took to deal with that legal. Some. Some. But when obedience is required. See, some of you like, well, how do I got to do all of this and they ain't got to do it? Why do I feel like I got to keep praying and fasting and, and, and telling them to do that? Well, I got to come to the prayer meeting, you know, looking at me on my head. Because the mountain that you keep saying that you're facing, you don't understand it takes more than your five minute prayer. It's going to cost not from what Christ already paid. It's going to cost your nature. Because you have a nature. Oh, y'all hear what I'm saying? So there are legal issues in the realm that sometimes has to be dealt with. And on, on the basis of a life, God will use one to put and allow that the adversary to go ahead and try to test Job. Because I know it might be scary to them, but they're doing more than what they think they're doing. Because when we go to the courts, the adversary can accuse. Because I'm going to point at one that was faithful. So because of that one, the rest of them are free. What if the battle was generational. You know, before my, my grandfather died, it's interesting. I, I never necessarily had a relationship with him. But in the last days, he contacted me. It was very weird. Very weird. It was extremely weird. Extremely. But God starts speaking to me in that whole thing. He said, son, this is called what from a curse to a blessing. I didn't understand why, why is he wanting to talk to me right now? As if, it, 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 you know, you'd stay with me. And, and I didn't, I couldn't understand, I couldn't wrap my mind around this. But when I talked to him, he was saying things that were weird. I was like, that don't sound like you. Because Realize is sometimes that kingdom can also come on earth and make people start to communicate in such a way that they understand that they're still transferring something. 
So he'll say, stay what you're doing. I would never think somebody like that would tell me to do something like that. So there was an element of the spirit that he maybe saw that he said, hey, you. People telling me to call. I'm like, what is, what's the urgency? Why me? What you, don't you have other people there? And I'm like, he's having these conversations and he want to talk and he want to. And I'm like, well, what, where's this coming from? But he'll encourage. And I'm confused. I'm just confused. But he was, the spirit of God showed me. He said, he's saying something. <laughs> There's an honor in what he's saying. That sometimes, even if I didn't cross it, I see you're on the right track. So the line can still be blessed. God is calling you to stand the test of time and reject everything that didn't come your way. So the line can be blessed. In this family, nobody get this. In this family, everybody get a disease. In this family, everybody go through mental. In this family, nobody get married. It's a curse, and God is coming after it. But he's looking for the one that can stand. How long are we going to keep recycling justification around it? In this family, we do it like this. Did God say that? Okay, why are you saying it? Did God say do that? Well, why are you saying it? Who family you belong first? Oh, see, but your last name is too powerful for God's last name. Your DNA is greater than his DNA. This is why he's trying to help you to understand. I need you to come up into the new creation and rise with me. Because when you learn to rise with me, I'm going to deal with every altar that's been dealing with you on ground. You feel you can't break it. Why? There is something behind it. And I'm so sorry that the church taught you that we just lay some words on it. But there's no power. This game, it's not a game. And, 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 and oh, I, I can't say that. Tell you what, I will. No, I can't say that. I'll say a little bit. We have been so micromanaged with words of wisdom that, that, that even the, the average pastor, all you have to do is Google a message. And build a principal foundation that keeps people. Now, it's not that it doesn't encourage us. It's not that it doesn't what? Encourages. But when people go home, they're going to hell. It's easy to build an infrastructure that encourages people and build a facility that does that. But the Bible says we are not the YMCA. We're no different from another. Jesus said, my house shall be a house of prayer. But we met in a den of thieves. He's trying to get his people back to the place of power and authority. That they can go home and take over some stuff. Take some land. Get their name back for his name's sake. The devil anything in my house. I'm coming after it more boldly.
a divine infrastructure for the kingdom and legal, legal passage. This is not in all things. Some things you cast out of spirit. But some in the architecture of the stronghold. The architecture of the what? Okay, so why can't I break it? Because this one takes a little bit more depth. See, there was somebody that took a little more depth, but all you do is get to that same depth. And then you rise up. Now, I want you to understand because I don't want you to hear law. I'm not telling you that, that, that see, see, you don't, you don't, you don't worship prayer. You worship God. But though you that you are, you can't do it without more prayer. How many understand what that? I'm going to say it one more time. We don't worship prayer. We worship. But for you, that's you. You need a lot of prayer. I might need an hour because my, my mind didn't reach yet. I didn't feel the fulfillment of the awareness. I'm still, I'm still gauging in my mind a little bit. I'm thinking too much. Oh, y'all better hear me this morning. I, and some of us walk out of there and you're still thinking. Have you learned to stay long enough where he starts to think out of you? <laughs> because you have to get to a place where he can start pushing out of you what he put in you. Somebody say he's pushing out. He's pushing out. What is he trying to do? He's trying to push something out of you. Can you say man? Hallelujah. We're doing a little good on time. I'm, I'm almost done. I want you to go real quick, real quick to 2 Corinthians 2. 2 Corinthians 2, 9 through 13. Or 9 through 11. For to this end, I also wrote that I might put you to the test whether you are obedient in how many things? All things. Now, whom you forgive anything, I also forgive. For if indeed I have forgiven anything, I have forgiven the one for your sakes, sakes in the presence of Christ. Least Satan shall take advantage of us, for we are not ignorant of his devices now i want you to understand he's saying something here that i have to forgive forgiveness is the 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 heightened uh, principle that i have to stay in, in continual reinforcement in tell somebody learn to check your heart now when you check it can you be honest because many of us check it and we're not honest ain't nothing wrong with me you a liar how many of you have lied to yourself? You look in the mirror, ain't nothing wrong with me. You even pray like that. God, ain't nothing wrong with me. You're going to need to fix them. Uh-oh, look like that didn't go over well. How much pride does it take that for somebody to say something like that? All right, let's go and let's get some understanding first. Glory to God. Oh, uh, somebody, uh, 
For indeed, if I forgive anything, I've forgiven that one for your sakes in the presence of God. Forgiveness. Forgiveness is needed to articulate that word that need to be that need to uh, 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 feel you where you had a debt. Okay, let's back up. Let's go back to our couch. We grew up. If we we have to check the principles. If they're not commensurate with the word of God, watch this. Something had to fill that area. It's called a debt. Debts are paid. Debts are what? I don't want you to think you think I'm, you know what I'm about to say. Debts are what? Okay, so you're either going to pay with Christ or you're going to pay somewhere else. You're going to pay with what? Are you going to pay? So when that word wasn't established in you and you the, the authority did not uh, 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 structure you in the word, you have by default debts. Okay, so debts is where the adversaries say you have to pay. You don't know that you got to pay. Right here, no, you paying. You're striving and paying. Well, I got to be this. I got to do. You are paying. Because until you fulfill that debt in Christ Jesus, he's, the, the accuser is going to accuse what you don't have the word. He can only accuse where the word is not established. That's why God is trying to bring you into alignment with the word. And in every area that's not working, it's not to start covering again because you had to do that maybe in the adolescent stage. But now he's growing you up and said, I got to teach you how to fight a different fight. See, when, when I was when I was young, you know, I, I lived in a neighborhood. I saw parents making kids fight. Poor babies. You better fight or I'm going to fight you. Like, Jesus. Lord. That baby going to need some help. Think about that, that mentality. You better fight or I'm going to fight. So by default, it builds a disfiguration in the mind of the child. Y'all stand with me? And in that disfiguration, the child grows up thinking it has a problem, but didn't know that the problem started when the mother, the authority said the thing. So the stinking thinking didn't start with you. It started with the broken precept with the authority. Y'all catching what I'm saying? So now I grow up and I keep thinking something is wrong with me. But Jesus is saying, let the children come. <laughs> He's calling you. You're trying to pray. He's saying, I need you to come. I don't even know what to come for. Have you seen my life, God? Have you seen what I've done? Yeah, but you don't understand why you did what you did. You, you don't know. I know why you did what you. That's why I have something called mercy. Why, why do I have something called mercy? Because I know why you do it the way you do it. I, I can tell you better than the way you do it, why you do it and how you do it. And the way you think of before you do it and then do it and still come back. 
I can run circles around you. This is what God is saying. I know every hair in your head. I know the justification of why you go do what you don't want to do, yet you do it because you feel you got to do it, yet. All right. Yeah, yeah. Y'all stand with me? So the mental, we've been talking about caste systems. The mental caste system. The mental caste. On your mind. You ever seen a cast on the arm? It's locked. It's locked. It doesn't move. You try to break through it? Some of y'all try to cut it off. Somebody said mental cast. God is trying to break through the cast. See, in the caste system, everything we do is in the awareness of where we've been. So the situation usually is circular. The circumstance is usually, the problem is usually circular. And, And if we don't identify why am I? You actually keep reinforcing the same words because faith come by, which means for you to reinforce this, you got to reinforce the words that keep you in this. Y'all stand with me? So, so God has to do something with the words that keeps you in. In the circle. And we don't know that it's words that's keeping us in. So, so he, he's coming for our words. That's why God said my word, the word that I speak is spirit and it's. And it splits between. Soul and marrow. It's the designer of the thoughts. And intent. Why thoughts? What brought the thoughts? What brought the intent? Somebody say a word. A word brought the thoughts and the what? So until God, the word of God, somebody say the word of God. Until the word of God come to address that word, by default you stay. And this is where arrested development. Somebody say arrested development. When we're when we're operating in arrested development, it means you're doing things out of the developmental stages associated with what you're trying to do. So it doesn't necessarily matter that it's not working. Until God until I can see the faithfulness of God in this, this is why in the righteousness of God, we grow from faith to what? So the believer's job, somebody say I'm a believer. Yeah, as a mature believer, you are supposed to show them the righteousness of. But before I can show you the righteousness, I got to make sure that I understand. the. 
Because if I have any areas in my being that's causing me to be triggered, causing me to lose, lose my mind, causing me to do things that I don't want to do, I still haven't dealt with the law in me. So that law needs liberty. It needs what? The law needs? If I do what I don't want to do, I find the law. Now, why a law? What he's saying I'm finding is that law, I'm still paying what I shouldn't be paying. What did I tell you? When there's a, a debt, you're going to pay. So Christ did not want you to. He wanted to pay through you. <laughs> can, I, can I tell you something? This is why I know we got to get the church to a certain degree. Because, see, we battle with even how long to pray. And the reality of it is, if you understood prayer, you realize that prayer wasn't in your strength in the first place. That's why when you pray by the Spirit, you can pray for hours because it's not in your strength. Now, when you start out, you might it might be a fight. But once you hit a realm, oh, you can be there all day. Sometimes you forget about your family. Shit, tell And you got a whole family to deal with. <laughs> but it's not your energy, it's not your strength that you're praying with. That's our problem. We try to still work and work and work. And God is saying, I'm trying to tell you, it's not by might, not by power. It was by my spirit. Stop working and learn to be loved by him and he's going to empower you to do what you do. Everything we do work. We fast and work. You fast to check and work God and didn't know fasting was for you. It wasn't for God. Fasting was what? Well, I fasted. Okay, did you conquer something? It's as if I'm waiting on God to answer. Wrong. No, that's not about that. That's not how fasting works. You are fasting to get yourself into a certain place of what he already said. God already said it. You are fasting to crucify the, your realm on ground to get. Which means I don't care if you fasted for too much. If you didn't hit a realm, you did it wrong. See, the issue today is we want, at the expense of being likable, we want to hear what we want to hear. And the issue becomes, if I give you what you want to hear, you're going to meet a bump in the road that you can't get over. It's time out for just giving what you want to hear to what you need to hear. Can you say amen? We've heard too much. And the issue with that is we give people to a place because their faith is there. But we, we leave you there. And the issue is that I know that wasn't it. I was just, that's based on your faith. That's not, that, that, that was from an arrested development mentality. That wasn't the totality of the Christhood from the kingdom perspective. Because all things is in him. All things pertaining to the life and... Godliness.
to life and which means he didn't leave anything out. Can you say man? Last minute, I want to help you understand what it's going to take. What it's going to take to get to the place where you can keep a reinforcement of freedom, a reinforcement of liberty. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying this morning? Romans 8, 14. Romans 8, 14. Let's go there real quick. Don't get tired on me too early. We, I'm, I'm, I'm still in the clear. How many of y'all learning something this morning? Romans 8, 14 through 16. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. For you did not receive the spirit of bondage again to, but you received the spirit of adoption by whom we cry, Abba, Abba Father. The Spirit himself, listen, the Spirit himself bears witness. Somebody say bears witness. It bears witness with our spirit that we are. Now, what I need you to understand is this bearing of witness is where you're going to learn to be familiar with your personal Holy Spirit. Okay, see, the issue we're having is we don't know the patterns of the Spirit, yet you're supposed to be led by it. So if we're not cognizant or conscious of the Spirit on a day-to-day -day basis, how can I be led by what I'm not conscious of? By default, I'm just living a sporadic Christianity life. I'm not conscious of the Spirit. So I don't need to pray. That's why we don't pray, because we don't need to. If I'm not conscious of the spirit, I don't need to pray. Because I'm going to church on Wednesday. I'm going to church on Sunday. I'll wait on Moses to tell me the direction. Y'all got quiet. Can you say, man? Y'all all right? Come on, I want to help you. So he's saying those who are led by the spirit of God, these are the so you got to understand there's a leading and there's a pleading for the leading. <laughs> I said there's a leading and then there's a pleading for the leading. Do you know what the spirit is telling you to do? Are you aware of your daily spiritual commitment? You, you can't run anything in the kingdom of God if you're not aware of his spirit realm. Because you do things in your own. Watch this. See, when you take ownership, you got to take care of it. There are many things you can be doing. But there's only a few that's for you. Somebody said there's a few. So it's a person of Holy Spirit. The Spirit of God is trying to lead you and guide you of what he's already seen. So he's seen and heard something from the beginning. <laughs> he knows your direction that will masquerade everything that you're called to. 
But our day is too busy for God. So where you could have stayed in one job, now you need three to keep up. Uh oh, all right, Lord Jesus. Because I'm trying to build the architecture to get you into the position where the earth can respond to you. Because in maturity, watch this, you should be lacking anything because you got too Listen, in maturity, you know too much. You what? You can dissect. If you have the mind of God, through wisdom, you can see how things are done. So you're not bewitched in the architecture of your call. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? So God is trying to tell us, hey, those who are led by the Spirit are what? So the first step is you got to get familiar with your Holy Spirit. Write that down. I must become familiar with my personal Holy Spirit. Am I willing, watch this, to become familiar? Because the question is, if I, see, I asked the church, what does obedience look like? And the majority of them say, it's all on the outside. Everything is on the outside. I didn't do that wrong. I didn't do that wrong. Is that obedience? No, that's obedience based on the stone age. He said, we're in a new covenant. I put the laws on your heart. I've written them in your inner parts, which means you can be obedient and disobedient at the same time. We're not in the stone age anymore. He said, listen, we're in a new covenant. I put it inside of you. The law is what? In you. So you know you didn't pray enough. But would you, you, you got mad because you, you know you didn't get what you were supposed to do. Y'all all right? How many of y'all know here we, we're building soldiers in the army of the Lord? Glory to God. Come on, this is why God is trying to tell us, hey, I need you to get familiar with your inner parts. Don't try to fast just because somebody else is fasting. Now, when we do a church fast, that's fine. But don't just copycat for the sake of it. Know why you're doing it. In the interim of growth, I fast. I'm talking to me now. I fast a lot because my mind couldn't handle you. Now, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to people. Yeah, everybody crazy without God. I don't know why y'all be bragging like, you know, I've been, no, you're a liar. You're crazy. I'm crazy, too. You're all crazy. You lie, you steal, you cheat. What's wrong with y'all? Oh, see, you got too much trust in the flesh. That's the problem. See, when I wake up, I'm aware. I, 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 let me check and make sure that everything is submitted unto the Christhood so that I don't come out before he comes. Just in case I got to deal with something that I wasn't prepared for, I better have the mind of Christ to deal with this thing. Because I know it's not going to respond just to my words. Because the kingdom of God is not in word, but it's in power. So what is it looking for? What is it looking for? You ever tell the devil to get out your face and it just said, ha ha. Yeah, you say, I'll come back. I'll be back. That's okay. No, no, no. Next time tell it, I'll be back. 
and you go to the room and as your mind conjoining to the word of god when you come out the room you say ah, ha, 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 ha. now i'm not asking come out see we haven't heard this type of christianity everything been just you know let's just pray for no that that's not what god told you to be when the officer in great assault you got to come in the greater assault of the word of god greater assault so uh, on the basis of what i'm teaching you see many of us don't understand why 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 can i answer something real quick why is the pressure have come so strong how many of you feel you're intercessors? You, 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 you've been interceding for people. Amen. How many of you know we're called to do that? Now, this is the interesting thing. You're interceding. Okay, let, let's explain intercession, Lord Jesus. Even an intercessing life have to be submitted in principle. Because, see, we've learned to get excited about praying and interceding for somebody. But if you don't have the principles, watch this. What you're saying in intercession is what you're dealing with, I'm going to handle. <laughs> Let me help the church out. I don't think intercession is because now you're, you're, you're over where you couldn't stand. So it's better to intercede for me. See, I don't pray for others until I pray for me first. Can we, let me help your prayer life out. Stop praying for others until you pray for yourself. Well, pastor, well, pastor, nothing. You wait until I pray for me. And when I get make sure that I have the mind of God, then I'll have power to deal with you. Stop trying to do church stuff without the power that enables you into the realm. Why would I pray for you and I'm still not sold on Christ? I'm here and there and I'm trying to pray for you. No. You're, what you're saying is I'm going to deal with yours and mine. So we get excited and everybody want to be in a position. But this is why this church, we try to help you with the tools so you can do the thing right. No, if I say I'm praying for you, that means I know that I have an authority over which dealing with you. I know I have a what? Authority to, to deal with what's dealing with you. I don't, I, don't, I don't have time to be playing games and faking language and all that stuff. Tell somebody I'm called to intercede. Why you? Because you're a king and priest. So why you thought you just go and pray for somebody? See, that, 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 stop that. He said this is a priesthood. What do the priests do? They intercede for the people. But yet, because we got Christ Jesus, we're all kings and under the order of Melchizedek. You, 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 you can honor, you can step into your priesthood. I declare you're going to step into your priesthood this morning. I say you're going to step into your priesthood. Women, you can be priests also. Man, not that. That's all right. Step into your priesthood. Say in the name of Jesus, I step into my priesthood. Everything in my house is blessed. Every, every devil that's been dealing with me, I command it to be broken. Why? Step into your priesthood. Can you say amen? All right, I, I got to give you the answer and we're close. I want you to go with me real quick. 
Kroda Bashir Talamai. Go to John 15, 6. John 15, 6 through 7. It's our last scripture. And it reads, verse 6, if anyone does not abide in me, he is cast out as a branch and he's withered. And they gather them and throw them into the fire and they are burned. If you abide in me, listen, and my word abide in you, you will. Not you might, not maybe. If my word abide in, watch this, you will. So he's not saying it may become. He's saying if the word is abiding, that word cannot stay abiding. You will. So you adopt a will beyond your will. Okay. You will ask what you desire and it shall be what done for you now the caveat is this if you abide if you what not if you visit not if you what so 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 this is why the love of god has to be poured out into the saints because until you try, listen, the, 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 the gospel, the good news is you're showing people the mercies of God. You're showing people the goodness of God. If the Bible says the goodness of God that leads men to what? Repentance. Stop preaching at people and show them how good he is. Yes. Do you hear me saying? Stop telling people stuff and show them how. Okay, you don't have to do that. God, the spirit will lead them. If I be lifted up, I'll draw men unto myself. You can't draw anybody. Well, if I just tell them how wrong, no, wrong. They told you you was wrong. Guess what? You did more wrong. What happened? Because you don't understand the architecture of the flesh. The flesh has its own mind. So if you tell me I'm wrong, I'm, you're going to make me hide more. You ever had a legal, legal person talk to you? And you just You need to get your life right. Where do we get that stuff from? That's not how you help people. That's why most of us lie to people in the first place. Did you put that thing down? Yeah, you lying. Because we didn't understand. He said, it's the love of God that will what? Lead. That's what the righteousness is. He's saying, come out of your pavement and come into mine. I've paid the price. I've done what? So in your illegitimacy that you didn't learn because the authority didn't have the principles associated with what I called them to do. Don't you adopt the same thing. I need you to bring yourself to me, children. Bring the adolescence of yourself to me. The places that you don't know. Stop reinforcing it and come to me with it. And when you come to me with it, watch this. I'm going to pay for what you've been paying for. God, this area, I don't, I don't think they saw me. I felt illegitimate here. But I keep thinking about, and I don't know why. See, you adopting other, you stop adopting stories. You know what we tell ourselves the most? I shouldn't feel like this, but you do. 
What would you say? I shouldn't. Okay, the fact that you shouldn't, but you do. I'm a, it can be as simple as I wanted daddy just to throw a football to me. Now, how all that crime come out of just throwing a football? Because you don't know the human, the humanity that Christ is trying to pay through the debts of what you didn't get. But the reality of what you don't know is you feel it. You sense the debt. The debt is permeating out of you. How do we know that? Because you're paying. You what? Okay, by, by payment, I can tell you you had debt. If you didn't have debt, why are you paying? If the debt wasn't there, Christ would be sitting right there. The statue of Christ would be right there. Oh, y'all hear what I'm saying? So Christ is after all the debts. And that's where real honor and integrity, just because I came up wrong, don't mean I have to reinforce wrong. But for me to stop reinforcing it, I have to go grab and get intimate with the word of God and learn to be loved by him. What did I just say? Learn to be what? See, you got it backwards again. You wake up trying to say, how do I please you? Wrong. No. How do I see what you already done? It's nothing I can do to please you. My, my righteousness is as filthy rags. So every day, every time my mind say what I can do to help God, I say, oh, I'm lying to myself. No, I can't help God. Thank you for what you helped me with. Thank you for what you've already done on the cross. Thank you that yet I'm a sinner. Yet I get it wrong sometimes. Yet I keep, I keep, I keep. But God, you're still telling me come. Now that should break your heart and say, God, who can love somebody like this? Who will love somebody like this? And through that, you're going to, watch this, watch this. You're going, the spirit of God will, will see, you, you don't pray unless you're quickening. A real prayer life. God has to quicken you. You don't pray by the Spirit unless you're quickened. Which means the Spirit has to quicken you to pray in the Spirit. Are y'all learning? You don't pray by your, it's not your flesh that prays. It's God sees your heart and he comes to quicken you. So the energy of that quickening gives you the ability to start. How many of y'all ever felt like you, you, you started praying but something helped you and you, you, felt, you felt like you had a line to go down? Yeah, that's a quickening. That's God helping you in your prayer. And many of us shut the valve off. You keep asking God, but you shut the valve off. When God gives you a quickening, if you're driving and your heart breaks, you're just hearing a song. Bless me indeed. And you and something starts breaking your heart. Sometimes you better get over. I, I can't miss this quickening. Because when you come to quicken me, God, I know something comes after it. I know I'm about to be strengthened in it. I know I'm about to be overcoming in it. I know what I've been dealing with is done right now. Somebody say, quicken me, God. Quicken me about my situation. Quicken me about my circumstance. Quicken me about my marriage. Quicken me about my children. Quicken me. When he quickens you, you have an energy that's outside of you. On the inside of you. And you have something to pray in. And you don't know why or what. Watch this. That's him healing the adolescence of broken principle. Because in the adolescence of broken principle, you've been paying. 
y'all hearing me? Because it was wrong, but you never learned to do right. Now God has to heal. And because you've learned to yield yourself now, how I know you learned to yield yourself? You're honest. You wasn't honest before. See, the first principle that I know a person is ready, they start being honest. When people are not honest, you're not ready. You're still covering. So what you do? You keep loving them. But if I told you the process, you wouldn't submit to it in the first place. Because you're not honest. The Bible says have a just weight. Have a what? So when you don't have a just weight of really where you are, it's already a pride that's permeating what you really need. And God is delivering us this year from pride. God, everything. Come on, Lord, search me, oh God. Find anything that's not like you. I don't care what you got to do with me. Let this seed die in the ground so I can be risen in you. Abide in me. And when my word abide in you, watch this. What is the devil after? Watch this. He's after what you're going to say when the word abides. Oh, I have, wish I had time, but I got to close here. What is he after? Let me, let me give you some exciting news. Watch this. The adversary knows. Watch this. This is what he knows. He knows he can't defeat God. He knows what? So what he has to do, the Bible says he's there to wear, he want to wear out the saints, change times and seasons. He got to change the architecture of the developmental uh, of principles that's associated with your development, with your height, with your latitude. He got to help, he got to make sure that he disrupts what you think about God. Because if you start believing God, you're going to start believing you. <laughs> He knows when the word is abiding in you, you will say, abide in me. And when my word abides in you, shall ask. That's why he said, now at this level, you start talking. I'm going to, I'm going to back up what you say. Now, I want to ask you something. You were asked what you desire. Who gave the desire? Who gave the desire? That would make sense why he said, when you speak, speak as in, oh. So what he does is, watch this, watch this. What he does, God gives us word. And what we usually do is, we start to think that's our mind. So you're praying and you're getting something. But you don't know how to get out of where you from where you come from and when you're trying to go forward something else says ah that's you so you're undermining what god is trying to get you out of god can say watch it let me, let me tell you how simple it is god can say hey that thing you're dealing with take a step forward just take one step in your mind you're gonna say it's not that easy now who just told you to take a step now, who told you to say it's not easy? See, you don't, God is saying, why don't you think it's that easy? I, I, I got to get at something because, see, the other thing where, where the adversary has us in this hole is we took the simplicity out of the gospel. We make everything so confusing. 
And if you take the simplicity out of it, people feel like they got to get through 10 hoops just to be free. When God is saying, I might want to do it now. When God is saying, I might want to do what? Is he a now God? Is faith now? So why wouldn't it be that easy? If you are a new creation, if you are what? He said, I have adopted your new creation, which means it's it got to be that easy. What's not making it that easy is your mind. Is it easy to come to God? If God's arms are open, let me ask you a question real quick. What is stopping me from coming? Come on, think about it. Think about it. We're about to get out of here. What's stopping me from what? So something keeps telling you is not that. Yet it is that easy, but it's not that easy when you get it easy. You'll get there when you get home. It is that easy. But when the government comes into you and the government starts to permeate through you, he'll tell you the principles associated what ease is. Are y'all catching me? Abide. Our issue is not what the devil is doing over our life. Our issue is our abiding. Just like the formula, if you go to the doctor, they'll tell you, they give you what? You, you tell them what's going on, they give you a prescription. And they say, take this for, take this for two weeks. And um, make sure you eat some food with it and drink some Coke with it. Not Coke. I was, I was just saying, y'all was up. Some of y'all still drinking Coke with it, Lord. <laughs> it's so interesting. Watch this, watch this. How we'll sit up there and say, yes, sir. Our next ride is to the to CBS. Give me that penicillin too. Give me that too. Yeah, we we adhere to where we think the answer. But today the preacher can't even say, "I want you to fast for three days and pray." at least 30 minutes every day in those three days and that'll come off of you. The average believer can handle that prescription. I should see. I, 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 <laughs> so we can't even start with how spirit life work yet. Because we're, we've been, our appetite has been with this grace thing. But God is trying to get us to a place of power. So we can stop talking it and being it. What if it was that easy? Have we made something that God said keep the simplicity of difficult? Pastor, you don't know my life. Oh, I got, oh, man. Woo. Brother, you don't know. Hey, are you telling me that God can't deal with that? Let me, let me take it a step further. You don't need to know your life in that realm. 
Because everything I did in carnality wasn't me in the first place. And you got to start knowing that you know that you know that. If I told you something, I'm so sorry. I wasn't in the spirit mind. So if I say or do something outside of the mind, it wasn't real anyway. And most of us are stuck in bitterness to be towards people. And the question is why it was a lie in the first place. It was a what? If you dissect carnality, you're going to get. So until we come into Christ. Your expectation is out of place. But I declare you're going to come into divine alignment in your expectation. Stand to your feet if you can. I want to. I want to. Take a minute. To pray. That we on the basis of our standing, that we have the ground to deal with the legal issues of our being and transcend from there to the issues of our family being. Somebody said, I have the legal, I have the legal ground. The legal ground is established through abiding. Is established through what? What God does is he takes you through different heart patterns and patterns. Different what? Heart. Heart pattern. See, when, 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 when David, when, when he wrote Proverbs, and, 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 and see, you got to understand, these are the songs of Solomon. Government levels. The songs of, he's giving you songs of the heart. But as God does this on your heart, listen, you're going into greater governmental levels because the kingdom of God is within you. So many of us are trying to declare in the flesh and God is saying, okay, it's not, we don't want to stop you from declaring, but positionally you're wrong. You don't come out of your flesh and say, well, I believe that's good. But positionally, we need to step back. And go to a private place. Watch this. And submit ourselves. Watch this. And as you're submitting, God is transferring. And through that, watch this. When you open your eyes again, you're going to sense a strength that wasn't you. <laughs> watch this. Through that strength, there's a power that's going to say, say this. <laughs> There's a power that's going to say what? Do this. That's declaring. When my word abide in you, you will. You shall say. How many of you know people are trying to get to the temple? How many of you know people are trying to get to the temple? I say, how many of you know people are trying to get to the temple? Okay, let me wake you up. You are the temple of God. <laughs> Oh, you thought I was talking about this temple. I, I know you thought that. The Bible said you are the temple of God. So God is trying to establish your temple. Which means wherever you go in a 10-mile radius, everything is touched by you. 
in a five-mile radius. No principalities or powers have any. On this neighborhood, devil, you have no right. In this family, you have no legality here. What will it cost you in this nature to reach his? I'm looking at ministries. I'm looking at ministries. I'm looking at the hearts of ministries. Saints, the architecture of the church today, we, we got to get where we're in a united arena. This is not about one man show. Where are the prophets? Where are the teachers? Where are the pastors? Where are the prophets? Where, wake up! Some of us are supposed to be teaching classes by now. Wake up! Some of us are supposed to be prophesying on a higher level. And I'm going to be quickly honest with you. Sometimes God has to hone down what I share because he says, son, what you're putting out there, uh, I, I can't require that unless there's another level of intercession. What did I just say? So sometimes I have to even get on myself. I bet I have to be very careful. Your apostle gets on me too. Slow down a little bit. Because there's an infrastructure that has to facilitate that type of knowledge. There's an, what did I just say? There's an infrastructure. So if you give it too early, it releases where the infrastructure is not prepared. But I declare we're going to be prepared in the name of Jesus. Come on, somebody, I'm going to be prepared. Hey, today I prepare my mind. Thank God for encouragement. But I want a principle that's going to push me forward into my whole being. Father, we give you praise. God, we thank you. I thank you for every individual in this place. Father, we pray right now. You say, awake, O oh sleepers. Awake, O oh sleepers. Arise from the dead. You say, I have been up. No, 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 no. He's not talking about that arise. He said, I need you to rise in my spirit. I need you to rise in my spirit. Where are the families that's going to fall on their face? and let their children see them on their faces. We're the generation that's going to prepare a paradigm and touch the nations with the word from God.
God, I don't want to gain the whole world and lose my soul. I don't want to gain the whole world and let somebody else lose their soul. I've got to stand in this gap. There are some things that are trying to be lost in your life. And God is saying today, I need you to stand as the legal authority. Open up your mouth as the legal authority. I stand today. I declare that I am not. Hey, you're not going to take this one, devil. You're not going to take this one. Hey, you're not going to take my marriage. You're not going to take my children. You're not going to take my mind. Come on, take your crown. Come on, take your ground. Take your ground. You say, I don't see anything. No, it's going on in the spirit realm. Take your ground. I said, take your ground. It's going on in the realm of the spirit. Take your ground. Take your ground. Open up your mouth. Declare your victory. Declare it over your mind. Declare it over your family. Declare it over your children. Declare it over your marriage. Declare it. Roast We break the cycles. We break the cycles. We break the cycles. We break the cycles. I break the cycle. I will not be like my mother. I will not be like my father. I will not be like where I come from. I'm a new creation. No creation. Step into your newness. Step into your newness. Step into your newness. Tired of lying to myself. Tired of lying to myself. I will not be where I come from. I will not be where I've been through. I'm a new creation. Come on, pray, saints. Pray. Pray over your mind. Pray over your family mind. Pray over your sons and daughters. Tell the devil, you're not taking this one, devil. You're not having, you can't have this one. This one belongs to God. 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 It don't have to be your story. It don't have to be your story. It doesn't have to be your story. You reverse, you, you reinforce Christ. You don't reinforce the past. You are a new creation.
make all things new, God. You make all things new, God. You make all things new, God. You make all things new, Jesus. Come out of that old architecture. He's doing a new thing in you. He's doing a new thing in you. He's doing a new thing in you. I command the chain, the yoke. Hey! <laughs> Pain keeping you bound. Break it this morning. Break it this morning. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for victory this morning. God, we command every mental slavery, every emotional slavery. Come on, I come out of emotional slavery. I come out of mental slavery. I, I come out of carousel slavery. I come out, out of familial slavery. We give you praise, God. We give you praise, God. Can you play the tune, make all things new? Come on, just pray just a little longer for a second. Jesus' disciples, they say, teach us how to pray. Jesus, we realize every time you do this thing, you get this type of outcome. Teach us how to pray. When you do this thing, God, you get this outcome. Teach us how to pray. 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 Put it on the regular piano for me, if you don't mind. Oh God, we give you the praise. God, we give you the glory. If you have the patch, you can put that on too. We give you the praise. 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 Praise to your name. Praise to your name. Praise to your name. We thank you. Father, lift your hands and repeat after me. Father God, today I stand to know that you are God. I repent of known and unknown mistakes and failures. Today, I give you everything. Whatever I've been paying, God, I receive your payment 
Come into me. Work in me. We love you. We thank you for liberty, freedom, and justice. Teach me how to pray. Teach me how to pray. You're so good, God. Lead and guide me. Direct me with your mighty hand. Thank you for your love. Yet, I've done wrong. You died for me. You're here for me. And you never left me. Today, I stand in all of you. Thank you for being a good father to me. In Jesus' name. Come on, just lift your hands and thank him for right now. thank you for this house I thank you for your people bless them as they go and as they come as you are prepared we're going to receive our communion I just want you to stand that posture as we re receive our communion cups we're going to take communion glory to God I will follow you Forward. You make all things
the shame of Jesus as we go into communion I want you to know that this represents what this represents this blood represents that there is nothing too hard for your God The blood speaks better things. I say the blood speaks. I say the blood speaks. The blood is speaking. To every situation, the blood is speaking. To every circumstance, the blood is speaking. And when you learn to stand, the blood speaks. I declare that this new standing that you are going to see a breakage and a renewal in your life. There's going to be a renewal in your life. Yes, Lord. Because the blood speaks. Oh, yes. Thank you, Lord. Every time you see a freedom, know that blood was speaking. <laughs> it was speaking in the courts of heaven. First Corinthians 11, 23, 26. And it reads, for I received from the Lord what I also delivered to you. That the Lord Jesus on the night that he was betrayed took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, this is my body. Which is for you. Which is for you. Which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. When you break this bread, God broke so you can be healed. Yes. God broke so you can be delivered. You're not just breaking bread, He's saying, I broke. So you didn't have to break. Yeah. I broke. So you can stand. On the breaking of the bread. I want you to stand to know he broke for you. In Jesus name. Break and eat. In the same way, also he took the cup after supper, saying, This cup 
is a new covenant in my blood. It's a what? It's a what? Which means we're not in the stone anymore. This covenant of the blood is in the standing of you. Because the word is within you. So when the word stands, the blood is speaking better things. I say when you stand there, the blood is speaking. Somebody's going to listen, listen. It got to stop you from speaking. So let it speak in you and through you so it can come out of you. This cup is a new covenant in my blood. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. As you drink this, how many know this is the blood of Christ? Yes. How many know this is the blood of Christ? Yes. What is faith? Faith come by what? Do you see this as the blood? I want you to drink it as the blood. And let the blood speak. As you drink it, it's going to permeate your internal. I said it's going to deal with your inner parts. From this day forward, receive this. From this day forward, God, you're going to search me with this blood. Find anything that's not like you. And put the word in that part. Put the word in every part of me. Let the blood search me. And wherever the blood searches, let it speak. Let it speak. Father, we declare this word that your blood speaks in the new covenant. Do it in us now. In Jesus' name. Take and drink. Can you give God a hand clap for freedom? Yes. Come on, give him a hand clap. Come on, give him a hand clap. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I declare increase. Yes. I said, I declare increase in your life. I said, I declare increase in your life. Increase, increase. Somebody say increase. Believe it. Receive it and stand on it. Amen. Can you give God one more hand clap? Yes. Hallelujah. As we prepare our tithes and offering, if you can look at our announcements in Jesus' name, you can give online to 214-214-4055. Amen. Hallelujah.